Life is so much easier when you're not worried about money. What if you could learn how to live the life you desire with the money you earn? Or let us help you have more money to enjoy an even bigger life. Learn the same money skills and methodology that we use now on Women Gaining Wealth Podcast. Here's your money mentor and host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, it's Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Women Gaining Wealth Podcast, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business, and we help people take control of their finances. So the focus of today is all about dreams. I just returned from Marsha Weeder's Dream University. It's a once-a-year event just amazing, jam-packed with lots of information. She's actually been on one of my podcasts, so you may want to go back and listen to her, Marsha Weeder. And she is, the whole theme of the weekend was bridging meaning and money. Basically, that means figuring out your life's purpose and then go make money at it. So I've got just a bunch of different things that I learned from her. No particular order, but these are some things that really stuck with me that I think people listening to this podcast could really dig into. So the first thing she talked about, um, and one more thing too, is I actually had a great roommate for this particular trip. I usually prefer to have my own room and my own space, but I had a fantastic roommate who kind of added even more to this weekend. She was talking about what she stands for, what her core values are, and she was all about globalization and optimization. So she's a huge thinker. She's going to be on the cover of Forbes or Fortune magazine one of these days, I'm sure. But it got me thinking, what do I stand for? Um, So that kind of set the whole pace for this weekend and went into this session with Marsha with my core values. So in case you're interested, my core values are integrity, perseverance, and playfulness. So integrity basically means being reliable, doing what you say you're going to do and keeping your commitments. Perseverance, stick with something despite the difficulties. So when you run into something that's not going your way, there's always another way around it. So you don't give up and you just keep pursuing the the course of action. And then playfulness, I liked this one because I really do enjoy being playful and joking with people and teasing and having fun and laughing. So I thought that was an ideal combination to go into this. So let me talk about some of the things that Marcia said now that you guys know my core value. A lot of people were struggling with uh, what's their purpose in life. A lot of people were my age, so in their early 40s and up. And people, you kind of get to that point and you're thinking, am I really meant to be in a job or is there some bigger calling? What is my reason for being here? So Marsha helped everybody get through that through a bunch of different exercises. So one thing that I really liked is she talks about really having conversations with your soul, S-O-U-L, your soul, which I thought was a little woo-woo at first. Then I kind of made a commitment to actually trying to do this. So... What Marcia does is she takes a journal and she writes a conversation between herself and her soul. So maybe she's M for Marcia, S for soul. And she asks herself these various questions and counts on her soul to provide the insight. So some of the exercises that we did with Marcia were all about this soul talk. And I'll talk about two that were really, really powerful. But it kind of got me thinking. The other thing Marcia talks about with these soul searching is a passion quest. This is where you take time off for yourself and you just really figure out 
what you are passionate about, and that helps you figure out your meaning. So I know I'm kind of all over the place with this, but basically it's saying figure out your values, take some time out to actually let them sink in, and then have a conversation with your soul, with yourself, and kind of pull these things to your consciousness so you can implement them. So I realize that since I left my job with IBM last August, I've been on a passion quest. It's not so much that I... My business just wasn't heading the right way and I had to readjust and you know there's a podcast on that a few times. But actually I've spent the last, you know, 10, 11 months on a passion quest really figuring out what I'm meant to do and how I'm meant to serve people. So that kind of made me feel good that it wasn't just realignment. It was truly looking for what I need to do. Okay, so let me tell you about some of these exercises she had us do because it was just amazing. The first thing is you, you know, get a journal and you sit down with your soul. And these are the three questions she gave us to start off the conversation. I think you'll get into a routine after a while. You want to ask your soul or your higher power, whatever you, you're talking to, how do they want to be addressed? You know, maybe they have a name. Maybe you call it something. Whatever it is, that's the question. What, how do you want to be addressed? Then you ask your soul, your universe, your inner power, why am I really here? What is my, what, what am I supposed to do with my life? What am I in service for? And just kind of see where that takes you. And then the last question is, based on my wound and life experience, what is my service or calling? So two and three are kind of related, but how they're different. Marsha has this amazing insight. How you are wounded is what you're meant to do in this life. Now, she said it much more gracefully than I did, but your purpose basically comes from your wound. Some people are, let me think of a good, so if you had really, really terrible experiences, basically something good is coming out of that, and that's what you're supposed to, that's why you're on this purpose, on this earth, to do something with that and be very purposeful. So to be really honest, I discovered through many, many, many sessions that I have a wound of abandonment. So my dad died at a very young age. I was only 16. Um, I didn't realize it was abandonment till I did some of this deeper inner work. But then I started seeing a pattern. I had a fiancé who actually stole my identity and my money and broke into my bank accounts and pretty much took that and abandoned me as well. And then I was looking at, I was also divorced at one time. So I was married and then I was abandoned. So not that this really impacts me now, but it was more of a realization that, yep, I own it. I had abandonment and what it's done for me, what that wound has done for me as it's made me very resilient. Um, Maybe too much at times, but from all of that abandonment, I've learned how to be very self-sufficient how to take control, how to get things done, look out for myself. So those are the positives that have come out of of my particular wound. I'm sure I have more wounds. Everybody has wounds. But that I just wanted to give you a concrete, real-life example of a wound. Um, maybe somebody died at an early age in your family, and you were supposed to be taking care of your parents. You became the caretaker at an early age. So the wound is, again, maybe abandonment, and your result is you are just awesome at reading people and knowing exactly what they need, and you're of service that way. So there's just tons and tons of different wounds, however you want to call it. But the whole purpose was figure out your wound, and that's how you help people um, 
And if you're not sure what it is, you just do this deep process journaling with your soul to come up with some of the answers. So ask those three questions. Let's kind of figure out what your life purpose is. On a separate day, because that's probably enough in-depth work for a day, you're going to go back, and this time you're going to talk to your critic. So not your soul, not your universe, not your higher power, but your inner critic. This is sometimes known as a little voice. Um, I call them ponder and wonder. So you're basically the person that says you're not blank enough, you're not smart enough, cool enough, rich enough, uh, skilled enough, athletic enough, balanced enough, whatever it is, that little voice inside of you that is always doubting you. So here's the questions. Again, pull out that journal that you ask your critic. And these are so powerful. Critic, how are you a wisdom teacher? So you actually ask that voice that's doubting you, how, what is he teaching, he or she teaching you or it? Why are they being so critical to you? And what is the lesson you're supposed to go out of this? So instead of fretting around about why you're not blank enough, think about what's in it and what you're supposed to be learning. The second question, what judgments do I have about the critic that are inaccurate? So how do you feel toward your critic? And you might be wrong, like you hate your critic, but in reality, they're a teacher and they're supposed to be teaching you something. So that's kind of a powerful question too. Number three, critic, why do you drive me so hard and why is that so important? Wow, let me repeat that one. Critic, why do you drive me so hard and why is that so important? So that ties back to the first two. There's some reason that critic keeps pushing and nagging at you and pushing your buttons because it's nudging you to do whatever you're supposed to be doing based on your wound. So really, really powerful question. And the last one, what's in the way of me being a wealthy visionary? so that you can do what you're meant to do. So wealthy visionary is a term Marsha uses um, where you bridge your money with your meeting, right? So what is in the way of you doing what you're supposed to do so you can make lots and lots of money that you can you know, give back to charities or put to good purpose? What's in the way of that happening? So between those two exercises, I had tons and tons of self-discovery. I'm sure I came back as a different person when I got home to my husband, Jed. But these are kind of things that what I'm, how I'm going to take this is I'm going to find time to journal with my inner voice several times a week. Part of the problem is in such a busy world, we get just so distracted that we don't really take time out to just think. And all the answers are in our heart. They're not in our head, but you need to find time to get away and let this all process. So my commitment is twice a week, I'm going to Find a journal and start talking to my inner critic and my universe and get some of these answers on what I'm supposed to be doing and then put them into action. So there's tons more stuff that she had, but I'm going to leave it at that. And a couple things, just figure out what your core values are and then have two conversations with yourself. This is Nancy Gaines. If you loved our podcast, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. And we can't wait to the next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Women Gaining Wealth Podcast with Nancy Gaines. Find new episodes on iTunes and the website womengainingwealth.com. Share your success stories with us and inspire other women. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn by visiting womengainingwealth.com. Until next time, learn, grow, prosper on Women Gaining Wealth Podcast.